We live in a divided world, divided religiously, politically, and economically. Oftentimes in our world, we want to run away from tough conversations that divide us about grief, pain, and loss. We want to avoid topics like shame, guilt, and pride. We'd rather escape to our phones instead of engaging in real conversations. I know this because I do this. So I created the Winter Faith Podcast. The Winter Faith Podcast is focused on creating conversations to promote spiritual and emotional growth through faith, apathy, and everything in between. So let's talk to each other. Yet more importantly, let's listen to each other. Let's continue the conversation. My name is Andy, and I have Winter Faith. Let's get into it. Guys, I want to talk about an issue that is very um, near and dear to my heart right now, and that's the issue or the practice, I think a spiritual practice, of solitude. Solitude and maybe to go with it, silence, prayer, meditation, any of those words I think apply to the concept that I'm talking about. What I'm talking about is turning off the lights, bowing your head maybe, folding your hands together, and sitting in silence and sitting in solitude and sitting in peace and stillness and letting your mind be reflective on what God has given you in your life, to be reflective on what you have and what you don't have, to be reflected on people in your life and what they have and what they don't have. Working at a, um, a shelter, working with men and women and children who are experiencing a state of homelessness can be extremely humbling because I realize just having a house is very, very um, incredible experience. In the Wake County, uh, where I live, Wake County, there's roughly 5,500 homeless people and uh, people experiencing homelessness. And so I'm so grateful for my house and my apartments that I had in my past, and the houses I had in my past, just the things that I never thought about until taking this job about two years ago. But realizing what you have, being reflective on what you have and what you don't have, and just you know, one example of, of the house that you live in, the apartment that you live in, the place that has lights, that has heat, that has... Um, you know, a place to stay warm, a place to cool down, a place to relax and sit. When you take that away from a person, uh, life gets a lot, a lot more stressful. So to be reflective on what you have and what you don't have, a lot of that does come, um, or I think it has to come, from moments of solitude, moments of silent, moments of meditation, and I think there's a lot of sim simplicity in solitude 
And a lot of times we really, or for me, I speak for myself, I really crave simplicity. Um, having a family, having a kids, the house can get a little crazy. I don't know if you've experienced that. Maybe you're single and you still experience a crazy house because of your, you know, your roommates or your family or whatever. Um, but you have to find those those times where you can be reflective and those times when you can find solitude, you can find simplicity and the ability to be intentional with time. I think that's another way to look at solitude is how can I be intentional with this time and this moment um, that I have. And so uh, for me, when I'm able to sit down, when I'm able to be quiet, when I'm able to be reflective on, on God and who God is, what God has done for me personally, that is such a overwhelmingly positive experience for me lately. Um, I've been very anxious lately. Um, I think with the school year coming, I think with getting new schedules, um, I think with my daughter starting a new school, I think with having a newborn, just having a lot of um, anxiety um, and a lot of it is, I think, coming out in my outward um, just appearance or my outward actions um, because maybe I haven't been the calm, uh, collective person that, that I want to be. Um, and I think earlier, you know, earlier today when I had time to just be by myself, wow, just what a benefit it was to just sit and relax and kind of open up my hands. Sometimes just, you know, practically speaking, I like to keep my feet on the floor. I like to sit in a chair, kind of lean back so my back is supported, open up my hands and just pray, God, teach me. God, give me grace. Um, God, help me to feel love. God, help me to feel peace. And to be in that posture of let God bring something to me with my palms open with my hands open, with my eyes closed, and just try to receive the love, the grace, the peace, the mercy that God gives to me every day if I'm just willing to take it in. If I'm willing to take it in. So if you are experiencing a lot of anxiety, if you are experiencing a lot of um, maybe what I would call just the um, busyness, the chaos of life, then I just encourage you to try to sit down. I don't know how many minutes you have. You might have one minute to yourself. You might have three minutes. You might have two hours. I don't know how much time you get to yourself. But to really be still and to slow down and be intentional and reflect on what you have what you don't have, what has been given to you. There's a prayer that we use in Celebrate Recovery that we use in 12 Steps, and it's called the Serenity Prayer. And so I want to close by just saying the Serenity Prayer. It goes something like this. God, help me to have the courage to change the things I can to have the courage to change the things I can, to have the um, ability to accept the things 
that I cannot change, or the serenity to accept the things I cannot change, and give me the wisdom to know the difference. I'm going to say that again because I kind of messed it up a little bit. God, give me the courage to change the things that I can change. And God, give me the serenity to accept the things I can't change. And God, give me the wisdom to tell the difference. That is a beautiful, beautiful prayer and something that in my moments of stillness, I can reflect on and really appreciate. And in my moments of chaos, anxiety, busyness, can totally forget that prayer. So I encourage you to look up the serenity prayer. We use it at Celebrate Recovery. We use it uh, a lot of, you know, 12 steps, programs, NA, SA, AA, um, Workaholics Anonymous, all, you know, all these programs, 12-step programs use the serenity prayer and Celebrate Recovery does as well. And so I do find, I do hope that you find uh, moments of stillness, moments of meditation. I'm definitely, definitely far from perfect in this. Um, I do want to encourage you, if you do want to study simplicity and stillness, to check out Thomas Merton, check out Henry Nowen, check out Richard Rohr, check out Richard Foster, check out Dallas Willard. Um, there's a bunch of really, really good authors that talk about this. Google, you know, Zen Buddhism, Google Christian solitude, Christian meditation, Google um, um, yoga and meditation. Like there's all sorts of resources out there. And we have so much technology and so much information to get information quickly because of technology. Just um, be a, be an assertive learner and find ways to calm your body, find ways to calm your spirit, find ways to calm your mind. And I want to um, close by reading, uh, this comes from the book, The Freedom of Simplicity by Richard Foster. And I want to uh, close with this. He says, the grace of solitude the grace of solitude must be rooted deep within if we are to know the simplicity of heart. I read that then. The grace of solitude must be rooted deep within if we are to know the simplicity of heart. Um, Richard Foster starts off this book saying, you know, we don't need smarter, faster, more capable people. We need people that are deeper people that are more thoughtful and people that are rooted um, deep within the spiritual disciplines that, that God placed before us, whether it's solitude, um, whether it's fasting, whether it's giving um, to others. But there is a grace in solitude that must be deeply rooted um, within, within us if we want to be uh, mature, spiritually disciplined Christians. So really thank you uh, for listening. I hope you got something out of my uh, little talk uh, this morning. So uh, thank you. This is Andy, and I have Winter Faith.
Today's artwork was done by Dominique Frazier. The intro was done by Scarlet Fox. The music you're listening to, Josh Cleveland. And the creator and editor and producer of the Winter Faith Podcast, yours truly, Andy Frazier. Well, you did it again. You spent your time listening to my show. You probably could have spent this time playing games or binging Game of Thrones on your phone. But instead, you spent it with me, so I thank you for your time. If you haven't already, downloaded and subscribed to the Winter Faith Podcast on Anchor. If you haven't already, please leave a review on iTunes with good, bad, or ugly feedback. Also, please consider supporting the show on Patreon for as little as $1 a month. However, I do accept Venmo, PayPal, Cash App, and any other way you want to contribute to the show financially. Okay, my commercials are done. Andy, out.